0: Hey everybody, welcome back to the Benos Podcast. And today's guest was none other than Claudio Coldebella from uh, Onyx Kazan. He's the sports director there. And we talked a lot about the communication process within the organization, especially between the roles uh, of the head coach and his role, uh, as well as his position that he takes with the players and the things that he does on a day-to-day basis. Also, we talked about the things that he does to organize himself, what he uses on a daily basis, and at the end, we finish off obviously with some ATOs of mine and uh, with some some tricky questions that he found to answer in a the, in a the, in the very smooth way. So please enjoy this. Please subscribe to this podcast if you haven't done so. Uh, share with 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 friends, with professionals that are interested in this topic, and um, talk to you soon. All right, Claudio, welcome to the Bennas Podcast. I- Refer to myself in third person. Welcome to my podcast.
1: Benas, thank you. Thank you for having me here. It's a pleasure. Real pleasure.
0: You know, um, in my in my podcast role, uh, my, my roster, uh, there's currently four Italians and four Greeks. So now... You have to decide which, because you played in Greece. Uh, you are Italian, yeah. but you will have to tell me which, uh, which who, who takes the upper hand here in this in this uh, roster.
1: There is a big percentage of Greece inside me. Of course, six years there was was something that you know stay inside you, but a little bit more Italian, of course. But I'm I'm a big fan of your podcast, so I saw my colleagues. I, I think the last one that I saw a few days ago, I saw Yannis Sferopoulos was really interesting. Congratulations! You're doing a great job.
0: Thank you, thank you. I, I try, I try to do something different. You know, that's that's why this this podcast is a little bit. Um, it's more professionally based. It's it's more from from professional to professional, and I have I like to have good minds on the on the podcast to exchange different ideas and different mindsets. And now I just had recently a, a boxer on, so it was also a different sport and also a different mentality because of the individual sport aspect. Um. But today, I will perform surgery on you, and uh, okay. you will decide which organs we can, we, we, uh, you think are more important, and we, we, we can talk about. But as always, uh, I will uh, dig a little bit and, and make surgery on your background just a little bit, um, because you have uh, also a background in, in in playing as well, obviously, uh, but also uh, maybe not many people know as a commissioner of the second division in Italy. Yeah. And then we'll go into the profession of the sports director. Uh, Then we'll talk a little bit about my favorite topic. You can guess. Tell me communication. Oh, that's (laughs)
1: nice. That's nice. Of course, of course. Nice in the in the context
0: of your job, because there's a lot of lot of uh, dynamics um, behind the scenes that are going on that many people don't think about. And then we will finish with some coaching atos. So I will I will throw some some uh, some quick hitters at you. Okay, so you you did play as well. You had an illustrious career, and you started as a professional in '86 in Mestre. Um, but without digging, because there's mm-hmm. you know you can always dig up a lot of things from your playing background. But just to go back, and I ask everybody that: How did you? How did basketball discover you?
1: I think I'm 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 really uh, happy to say that you know I'm coming from the street on sports because especially in that days. Basketball was, you know, especially the guys was playing on the street, playground could be, depends on the season, no? you, you just, there was the best, good weather, let's go to play basketball, you know, or bring in, put a net on the middle of the street, let, let's play tennis. I'm a big fan of multi-sports. I think it's really useful, especially when you're young and this helps me somehow. Uh, nothing, I had them, coming from a small city next to Treviso, Castelfranco Veneto is my my city. I was lucky enough to to be introduced to a, a back in that days in Mestra, as you said, a, a team that really cares about the academy. It was just remember that European basketball, European sport, had a big date that is '96 when uh, Bosman rules came out and somehow changed the European market. All the players become free to move from country to country. So before that. Uh, the clubs used to be that the the players was property of the club. So it was an asset to be told to the club. So you, you was playing in. So that's why there was a huge investment from, uh, from the clubs towards the academies, because there was a big production of players. And I was lucky because I went in Mestre in one, in one club that really believe in young players, give them space enough. You know, coach Messina was coming. He started, he did not start, I think, his Reier-Venezia was his club, but of course, even Mestre was one club that was... Um, impo- but other, Lele Molin was was coming from there. I, I guess I, I'm missing somebody else. Anyway, it was a good club, gave me the chance to play, perform. After that, Virtus Bologna saw me. And uh, and again, Ettore Messina was there, was my head coach that year. He was uh, his first year as head coach and was my first year in First Division. I remember I was 89. That was a sus- successful year because we won the Cup of Cups and the Italian Cup. So it was really nice to to jump in a pretty early years. So I was 25 21 years old to be in a first division in a big club like Virtus Bologna.
0: How how did what other other sports did you play? You said you were multi multi-sport uh, guy. When I was young and after I had to
1: stop through do to basketball ski, I really love it. Uh, so, bicycle, I can have some scarf here, thanks of, <laughs> of, of bicycle, but many, soccer, volleyball. I really love all the sports and I think it's really useful, especially when, when you're young. Coordination of your body and everything, I think, is
0: is pretty nice. Also, to avoid injuries. It's, it's very important to have... To more- avoid
1: injuries, and I always say that... Uh, uh, in the past, uh, I remember the the first practice with the strength conditioning coach in the morning, the day after the game, or two days after the game, especially after the rest day. And with Coach Messina, we were doing two. Strength conditioning coach was putting a volleyball ball on the court, on the basketball court, and say, let's say, warm up with the with the soccer. And you could see, usually, guys coming from Yugoslavia was always pretty good on <laughs> with the feet too. So you could understand even them; they they grow up somehow and on uh, on. Playgrounds, and so and I think this even helped you in some situation in basketball.
0: Absolutely, footwork is is, is uh, integral. Yeah, uh, but that's that's one thing. Also, when I was playing in Germany, and and uh, also afterwards we coaching, we gave the players sometimes because we had only one game a week, and you know, like after a while, you have to break up the routine a little bit. And you start warming up playing soccer and then especially after christmas break just to get everybody loose and and uh, give everybody the ball but then you were mostly scared about the american players because especially american big guys they're coming in and it's gonna be like hopefully nobody will get injured yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> that's what's funny that's what's funny
0: yeah that's what's fun uh i wanted to just to continue on your background but to double click real quick on the academy you said like, back then. Uh, before the Bosman rule came out, people, uh, the clubs were investing in the academies because it's obviously a, it was a big asset to have your homegrown players. But in regards to now, how much do you think it's worth investing in your academies these days?
1: I think still worth. I mean, it's something really important. I still believe that every club has to... First of all, for the community. For, I mean, you have to know that as much kids you have in your academy is going to be future fans future people that will love basketball this is a social activity very important Uh, and i i really believe that it's really important to have uh, to invest in academy because you you grow in a culture of sports that is really important today in these days and uh, some clubs still doing this
0: I think, yeah, I like. There's always two sides to it, you know. Like, how much, how much is the juice uh, worth the squeeze? That's how American will say. <laughs> but uh, you always need an identity figure locally uh, that fans and and people can identify themselves as a local person. If you can grow grow a a, a, a player from your hometown and and make him your figure, it's going to be uh, worth the investment and the payoff at the end of the day. If not, if you only have average players, you have to always have to see and take into account that maybe sometimes you have to bring somebody in to to groom them, groom them in, in your place. But you always have to observe. It's, it's season by season, probably different.
1: Yes, of course. The ultimate goal is to have somebody from your, I mean, from the town growing up and to be one day the captain of the team. This is something that really happened a few times. But to have guys even coming from from different countries to be inside your your program and to grow up and get in the culture of the club. I think even this is something that the fans recognize it, and they really feel more part of this of your culture as a club.
0: So, just to go back now on your when your playing days, you were you, you went from Italy to Greece at some point, and you you played in Ayak and Pauk. That so for me initially, the, the always the question is. Uh, especially that was in the 90s right so what was what was the biggest adjustment period for you that you see when you change in that time from different culture with passionate fans as well from one passionate country to another passionate country was there an adjustment period that you struggled and to adjust with to uh, in the culture and if yes who were the people around you to to help you the most
1: I say, I think, yes, the first year was not easy. Let's go back when it was. I mean, it was 96, so exactly the year of the Bosman rule that changed everything on sports. So European players start to change country, move uh, in other teams in other countries. And I was coming from seven years in Virtus. Bologna. I was most probably the future captain for, could stay my, it was my club somehow because we won, we were good. Uh, I was playing national team, but I, I was searching for different challenges. And uh, I move out from my comfort zone. This is something that I always suggest when I have the chance to even talk with uh, some young Italian players to try something new. Try to see something different. In any case, you will get something good. Uh, the first year was really difficult. The first year was really... moving from Bologna. That was my, let's say, my home, my team... Where I knew all the fans, especially in Bologna, where season ticket holders can have the season ticket uh, for one for 20 years. You could see all the fans there. You knew all the people. You were one of the guy of the team. Moving to to Athens, big big city, traffic was something that I felt different languages. So the impact was uh, in a different culture. So there was a huge impact even outside the court. Inside the court, there were differences. Of course, Greek basketball it, back in that that period was maybe the best league. That was one of the best leagues for sure in, in, in Europe. It was really tough. And I remember the change to be part of 15 players inside the locker room with uh, local players, foreigners. It was not easy. Languages, a lot of things. I had coach Ioannidis that was uh, from Alberto Bucci that was a fantastic coach to to not another great coach but different different philosophy completely so I had to adjust I had to pick up things early uh, quick I had to change myself to approach things it was a big school
0: did you did you remember the first year that like you said like there was a bosman rule the first time and did you did you feel actually the expectation of a foreign player uh, coming to a, to a country as a foreigner and having like the 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 pressure to produce right away
1: I switched compl- completely to be a local player with some rules that somehow, let me say, protect you to be a foreign player where if you don't perform and quickly, they do not wait to you. Mm-hmm. So that was the pressure that you are talking about and something mm-hmm. that uh, I like it, but of course was a, was a kind of weight on my shoulders. But uh, I mean, everything went well. And, uh, and I remember that it's something that I keep having on myself. It's something that is helping me so much in what I'm doing now, so, so how I try to help players if right now coming to Russia. So yeah, American yeah. players for the first time in Europe and everything, because I've been through that.
0: Yes, yeah, that we'll we'll talk about that more. I like the you have to have a, you have to be a reflective person in order to empathize with new players coming into the country and finding their ways, learning their ways, and you have to give them a helping hand. Absolutely, there's no way of of just letting them float around and then they they will never find it. But yeah. Uh, you finish your career your playing career in 2006 in milano yeah. it, the, the steps that i always also talk to ex players uh, on here the steps to prepare you for your retirement to for your next step did you did you do you remember thinking about it a lot of what you're going to do next and if yes what what steps and what uh, what lessons do you think you you were anticipating to learn
1: thanks god uh, i start to prepare myself earlier Mm. That was something that uh, I had friends that somehow advised me to do that. You know the career of 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 the player is beautiful. I mean, as much as you can keep it longer is uh, is you're living in a magic world. Uh, but you stop somehow that you're still very young for the what is the society. I mean, is i I finished thirty eight. let's let's see that I keep it pretty long. Uh, but you're still young. You're still young and you go out there where you have somehow to, to find something to do that make you you know, fill that gap, something that you, you're still missing. Because for 20 years, you're doing a job that, as I said, is fantastic, but somebody else is making your program of the day. Somebody tell you what to do. And you are somehow inside a bubble that um, clubs, everybody try to make it as it's easier that you can because you need just to be focused and perform yourself. But somehow, I think this bubble, you know, do not help you too much to be prepared for what is next. I think, uh, especially in that period, I think in the last year, through player association, through teams and leagues, uh, I think we make some good steps on this case, you know, to prepare the players for the next step. We, We still have some job to do. But it was something that I started to work on six, seven years before. So I didn't know exactly what was my next path. So I made, I remember I I got my license to become coach through the Italian uh, Federation. And I followed some courses in sport management in the university. So I was, I kept, when I finished, when I had my summer off from national team, let's say that I keep my summer busy trying to develop and try to get better in what was my next step
0: finding finding a new identity that's um that's the finding problem finding a new identity. Challenge. new identity inside outside the court with the
1: people that you have around uh, that's that's you know the dual career is something that i always really you know is i put a lot of attention and i try somehow to talk with the players right now because there is a lot of desiring from them you know mm-hmm. what was going to be then my next step uh, because the, that twenty years that somehow we create our own pressure is something that you you want to miss it there, and you have somehow to to make your life go on, but in the right way.
0: Yeah, people don't realize that, that other people finish their or retire from jobs when they're sixty eight, you know, or sixty five, yes. or whatever, and. Athletes retire early, mid 30s, sometimes late 30s. If they're lucky, maybe 40s, but yeah. they have still their half a lot life to live, you know, with the new identity and finding a new job that they do day to day, and they have to find something new that they love. So fall in love, falling in love with a new profession is, is difficult. Um, the commissioner yeah. job, can yeah, you talk true. to me, talk to me a little bit about the commissioner job you held in the second division of Italy and like uh, that you uh, not necessarily the descriptions, yes, I, yeah, but but like things that you took away from that commissioner job that help you in your job today.
1: You know, after my experience in uh, in, uh, in 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 Benetton Treviso, that was I think the key moment. I think one of the best things can happen for a for a sport manager to be in. in it was Benetton Treviso was one of the top organization in Europe by far the way that ben- Benetton family built all the structure there was, um, I, I was really blessed blessed to be part of that organization. After that, um, let's say that professional uh, period of, of, of in sports of Benetton that somehow was ending uh, on, um, now there is a new team in Treviso and everything, but, you know, it was a kind of shock because uh, I felt like the, and that's that's I think a key issue that we still have in the the su- sustainability in sports that somehow is we, we don't have. So I was I wanted to try something in in in, in um, working in a league, try to understand how could be better things for clubs, uh, leagues. I wanted to have an idea, and I like I live with challenge. I, I really like challenges, and uh, so I wanted to be their part and start and try to new ideas, to bring some new strategy on things. It was really difficult somehow because the second division in Italy was on not only the second division inside the league, it was second, third, and fourth. So there was almost 200 teams. And, uh, you know, put them all together, try to, you know, in some events we were putting them together for the middle term with the Italian Cups in one location, bringing teams, making balls, and everything. But you really can understand that every team has its own desire, and it's not so easy to put everybody thinking the same way to have the same strategy. It was really somehow difficult, but you open up a a world that you know you can understand how things are working in different levels.
0: Yeah, yeah, I'm sure you saw it differently. There's probably some mind shift in there where you saw the, the other angle of the game, and you can understand, you can start learning to understand different. Interests, different politics, different mentalities from different clubs, and you know everybody comes with their own with their own plate to the table, basically.
1: Yes, this is something that happened a lot in Europe. You can see, you know, we the, the, the beauty of 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 Europe on on basketball wise is that you know there are every country has its own way to see things as some I think differences. You know, are, are something rich. I mean, it's something that give you a lot. Uh, but it's not easy to put everybody in the same page, you know, to have the same desire, the same goal and something that pushes you. So uh, working in a league makes you understand that uh, you have to try to do the things, uh, try to carry everybody on in the same, uh, uh, with the right way. With the right philosophy to put everybody in form on things, I, I think it helps me a lot. But at the end, was I was missing the, best the the, the basketball side, the court, the result, the pressure, and the, the the feeling that you have when you go to the game. I, I somehow was perfect, especially for the first year. I was going to watch games, and I somehow I, w- I was cheering for everybody. I just wanted the event was going well. But uh, you know the miss when you are a part of a club. The, you know you feel you still have something like the players go preparing the game, your routine and stuff. I think that's the beauty of sport that keep us really young. On this,
0: yes, yeah, yeah. You, uh, I, I had the same sense uh, in a different in a different role when I when I uh, went from CESCA to the Celtics, and then you watch the team play on TV, and then you're thinking like, oh, like. You were part of this for three and a half years. You know everything inside. You know like the dynamics, and you feel like there's there is something of of a um, team environment that is not replicable in real life in any kind of other profession. Like you said, you're you're leaving as a player. You're leaving a, a wonderful world that you have to um, learn to forget in one way or the other.
1: Especially in team sports, that's that's the beauty yes. of things. So you put yes. guys together with different backgrounds, different culture. Coming from different countries, and at the end, it, there is a ball that put them all together, and yep. uh, and, and there is a day by day work that you have to do to achieve. It's not, it's not. I mean, it is not easy. We know, but that's the beauty of sport that you can somehow rebuild in different things of life, especially right now what what is happening around the world. You know, you know, you see that you can face a tough situation, and you can. Win against this. Just you know, putting things together, just doing the things as a team. That's the yeah. beauty of team sport.
0: Team sport, like so, Kazan. So let's let's define yeah. let's define uh, let's define the sports director position at at, at Unis Kazan, or just not necessarily in Unis Kazan, but like, what do you see the role of a sports director in from your eyes?
1: Even this is very difficult to define the right role because again from country to country from club to club i think you somehow have to manage the daily routine try to bring something uh, i will be always thankful to 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 the president mr bogachev our president he gave me the chance to come here to to see this uh, it, i mean i play a lot of times in russia i had the chance to come here uh, but to be here, you really understand different things, how it's how is working. I mean, sports is really important here. To win is really important because every country, every club has a different philosophy of with the victory. As you probably know, Russian, the word Paveda is something that <laughs> not only the 9th of May during the parade is something <laughs> important here. So you, you have to excel. I mean, they give you the budget, the they give you the possibility to perform and to be on top, and uh, you have to use in the right way. And being sport director here is a pleasure for this, because when you have the chance, even to, I always said I'm really lucky because during the practice I can see great players. Uh, Thanks of the the, the 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 potential that we have to to bring good players to sign good players. So even that is a pleasure. And after you, what I'm trying to do is you know, make the people outside Russia, make the people, I'm um, kind of link. I kind of bridge to the, let's say that my old European world to understand how is UNIX. Sometimes I go to convention and I talk about UNIX, I talk about VTB League, how things develop, how things, which is the philosophy of this area, basketball area of Europe.
0: So let's talk about practice. I, I had it later a little bit, but since you mentioned practice, we'll talk about practice. Like Allen Iverson used to say, okay. we'll talk about practice, and the, so you get the chance to observe practice and the best players that that are possibly are on, on on Euroleague level. Three three things, you know. Like I I try to see always. I try to find the essential essential topics to 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 pick apart. But what do you ask yourself? Before you go to practice, what do you ask yourself during practice and the actions you take after practice if you, if you saw something you would like to have corrected? So let's start before practice. How do you, how do you prefer, prepare yourself or what questions do you ask?
1: Let, let, let's say something before. I mean, with, in the last two years, we have to be alert of everything. This is, I mean, this pandemic changed even the answers of your questions of this. I think you have to be alert of everything. I mean, you know that every day something new can come out. And this, at the end of the day, because I'm a very optimistic person, you know, make us better. I try to always to gain something from even some tough moment. We have to organize our job better. We have to be more concentrated on details. We have to organize and we have to be prepared about possible crisis. Because if you get positive case, if you have a player that just has some symptoms, doesn't feel good, so I think that this pandemic really make us somehow better in what we do daily. Talking about practice, um, I, I think uh, the, the, the best moment is when the guys are practicing because is the moment that all the things that you're preparing during the day, uh, talking with the coaching staff and everything is is the, is the top moment of the day when you see all the job that is putting together. So be try to be to see that everything is coming in the right way. Uh, feeling happy when you see players that really embrace the philosophy that you try to give them. And philosophy I try to give me is the job. Job is the most important things. We really like players that, you know, come earlier, stay there, uh, like to leave the arena. And uh, that's why our job is even to increase the All the assets inside the arena from the medical part uh, to the nutrition part, the the, uh, strength conditioning coach part. This is a process that changed a lot. Basketball and all the organization around changed a lot in the last years. So to see all the players, let's say the family, the team family around there that is living day by day, this, this process is really nice. At the end, the two hours of practice I think is the top.
0: So you basically you want them to be at the facility as much as possible.
1: Wanted is not the right word. I think that like other the things is something that there is a process that come when you when you see players players that they really want to get better. I mean they you, you can understand from the for from their daily routine from how they they come to 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 use their time in the best ways possible. And personally, I always saw this. Um, when there was some successful year, you could see guys that stay after, that guy that stay together, guys that they, they call the you know coaches are living here all the day, so you know just phone call before and coming before. That that's something that you really understand that the environment is healthy because mm-hmm. there is desire to to be there. To it's not like I don't want to say that you know happen. Okay, I got there just my I do my two hours and then I'm leaving. Mm-hmm. On this we are I can tell you that here I saw players during this during the last four years even coming in the night because we are lucky enough to have our own arena. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's that's something that we, we really we are really lucky. So you know we I saw players coming in the night shooting. No few, not a lot of times but it was kind of strange. But it happened
0: so you you mentioned quickly that you talked to the to the staff to, to the assistant coach during the day before practice what what are the things some things that you that you addressed uh before practice or did you ask him certain things about players what, what's what are the things that you're interested in
1: i think the the roles are have to be very different. Define on on things. I don't like to step on 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 other roles. That uh, but people are working with me. They have to know in, in all in all the departments. In all departments, you you mentioned communication. You I mean you, you were talking about my three years as GM of the Lega Nazionale Pallacanestro. I mean I'm there to somehow to support and to help to facilitate some things, and they have to know this and they know this that in any case there is something to manage. Uh, or to make it easier, um, I'm there. So, uh, like an example,
0: can, for example, for example,
1: what? In anything. I mean, if something is for the trips is not working well, or there are some, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm there that somehow it can help. We did it, and you have to be really prepared. You know, you've been in Kazan probably, you know, that we are not the easiest place to travel, the easiest place to organize the logistic part. Especially in the last years with all the visa and everything. And we try with our network with our thing. You know, don't forget last year, not this year. Last year we had a very, very tough season for our for all our foreigners. They was not able to bring families here because Russia, the 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 the, the visa for the family members until uh, January 2021 was closed. They could not. So somehow we had to help them. It's not easy. Mm-hmm. And Many different things, but again, I think this is a team job. What we are trying to do, sharing things, communication between uh, uh, different de- departments, is something always that for me is a an headache. And I, in the last year, has tried to work on this, try to build even a platform, try to share. Uh, you know, in 2022, we have different ways to communicate: WhatsApp, Viber, uh, FaceTime. I send you an email. I call you. But at the end of the day, we see that sometimes we are losing pieces and you have to to make everybody part of this, everybody informed. And I think that uh, there are some... I think we make some improvement improvement in the last years in, in this case.
0: Yes, it's between uh, theory and practice always, most of the time it differs. So like I think it's case by case study. Like you said, your sports director job can be different in a different club with different challenges and different people and different culture, et cetera. So finding, I think finding the, the, the the holes that need to be patched is the most important thing for a sports director to see where he can impact right away and bring people together, bring parties together to be on the same page, because being on the same page as a club also helps the team at the end of the day, because the team, the players, the coaches everybody feels if there's an organization if there's some some waves happening and some inconsistencies then the whole the whole the whole boat gets rocked sometimes and i think it starts at the top like you said the club has to be organized and the players have to feel that there's an organization and then you have a you have a synergy between the two is that that's that's how i understand the job
1: Whereas maybe you hear my you hear me say a lot of times the world culture. I think, I really believe that every club has its own culture and depends which club we are. And, and this is st- starting from the top. Uh, sometimes we give a lot of importance to players. Sometimes we put a lot of responsibility to them. That is not correct. But I think that everything is coming from the top. Uh, you being a foreigner in another um, club, you know that, you know, the beginning you, you, I was making this example when I first went to Greece. My first experience abroad. You know, you enter the locker room. You are kind of new there, and somehow you you are searching where to go, where with who to talk that maybe can lead you, or can explain you things. For me, when I arrived here, the first um, the first season, there was a staff that was already there for one year, so it was helping me. I tried to do the same this year with Coach Perasovic and with staff that was new first time in russia working first time yeah. in unix so the big job is there to make them feel and try to inform them and and somehow link them to the culture of the club that especially in the so important position like the head coach is even uh, try to put the things together and match them
0: yeah that's uh, no no doubt a challenge i mean like you you have newbies to the russian culture you have to find ways to to get to know each other really quickly um organizing yourself how do you organize yourself where do you start when you come to the office in the morning or does your does your job start at home already what's 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 the organizational pattern for claudio
1: this is something that when i <laughs> start my job um 11 years ago 12 years ago okay i had in, in we forgot to say that Thirty years old, uh, thirty-eight years old, Milano as a player, and one more year in the contract. And one day I will ask Georgevich when, he, at the end of the season, you can. But if you wanna be my assistant, you are more than welcome. He was very kind when he told me this, and I, and then I get, I was not so touchy to say, okay, you wanna make me quit from basketball, but. Uh, I had the chance to be two season as assistant coach in Milano and it really helped me to, to see how you have to be prepared for the next step. Uh, step. Uh, talking about uh, the method that, that you, you do things, something that probably is missing when you're playing basketball because somebody else organized the method that you do things. So I, I think I had to really learn and the assistant coach job really helped me on this to prepare my job. My day routine, my the, the, the work of the day, and nothing of this is what helps me more. You know, writing down things, make my schedule of the day, prepare the day, and everything. So this is what I start on 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 things that, uh, and after every sports directorize his own way. Uh, you know, uh, unfortunately, last two years is very difficult to travel. In the past was especially when even I was in Italy in Treviso was easier to go everywhere. You know, in that period, even Olympia Ljubljana, the team in the Euroleague. So, two hours and ten, you are in uh, in Ljubljana. One hour and a half after Ljubljana, you have Zagreb and all the Croatian basketball. That is really nice. You were not somewhere. Moving and see teams and talking, see different organizations. I think this is something that really helped me in today's, what I'm doing. And I'm trying to do this, especially when we are traveling, talking to people, see different things, see games live see players live this this i think is what makes the difference
0: and for the people just listening uh, uh instead of watching uh, claudio was holding up a, a notepad a small black book <laughs> to where he writes his notes in and i assume I, I assume it's for everything from a to z as something pops into your head because I was with Maurizio in istanbul uh two months ago i believe or a month ago and uh Maurizio gradini and we we were sitting down, we were talking, and then something popped in his head. Just randomly, he took out his notebook and just like that, like his handwriting just in there, just not to forget later. And certain things pop up that are unpredictable. And I think you always have to be ready. Some people type it into their phone. Some people have better better memory if they write it down in hand. Um, what are what are the most uh, most Reoccurring things that you have to note uh, from day from week to week. I mean, besides the COVID thing, everything that's happening in the club. But c- certain things that are happening on the court or off the court. What are, what are some things that you write down the most? if You feel like you catch yourself.
1: Okay, the last last three years, I'm writing less here, and you know, I I am I'm, I'm using Trello as a platform where I really it helps me a lot. Uh, because all these things that I have, I can share it with the with the people working with me.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh,
1: so on the scouting, uh, scouting players. Uh, so, so you, you use can,
0: Trello, use Trello as a scouting platform because I use Trello as well for lists.
1: I use Trello for many things. I use Trello for the scouting. I use Trello for the medical part. I use Trello for the strength conditioning uh, part, that where the strength conditioning coach is is putting a lot of things there. I use in Trello, as I said, the Medica. I use the Trello for all the players. Everything is inside there about the players. And I really give a lot of importance in um, data. I mean, it's really important because, you know, unfortunately, judgment sometimes about season, about players, about an individual is just focus on that moment. And we don't have a lot of memory, we forget. And uh When you put everything down there, you can see the path that the player is making. So it's not just, okay, play bad the last game. Let's see what he did before. Let's see how his health situation, let's see the injury. Let's see how many individuals work out yet. Let's see his uh, medical situation. I mean, when you put that, you have the full picture. After that, I think it's easier to take some decision, make some judgments and everything. So Trello is a huge help for that. Scouting uh, on on Trello is something that is it helps us a lot. We put there everything. Uh, assistant coach are involved on this, with videos, with information that we try to collect. So every time before we sign a player, it goes through a, 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 a certain process that is is there is there. You can see, and it's really nice to go to see after one year, two years, and everything. Um, talking about Marizo is is. Um, you know, I'm using Gmail. Let's so Gmail. You got the memory there. A few years ago, I had to clean up a lot of things in my in my email address. I remember that I find out some emails from 2000 that I was uh, I was without job that year. I was traveling, going around, trying to 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 travel to see different things. And I remember that I sent an email to, to Maurizio talking about uh, Costas Lucas. Um, talking about Costas Lucas that I saw that summer in the under 20 tournament in, in, in Greece. Not the back play max. It, and it's kind of funny because after Costas Lucas was one of his key players in Fenerbahce. Yeah.
0: And,
1: <laughs> uh, and you know, it's nice to have something to, okay, uh, one day I will, I will check all my. Uh, notebook and see the bad things that i wrote there and the mistakes that i make but it's kind of nice because some memories you see what you did before and i think this helps you yeah if you don't if you don't remember something you go to check it to be sure
0: i agree i agree it's always good to go back into the history and to see to check yourself as well not only check the good things but also where you were wrong just to see what you can correct absolutely me.
1: absolutely absolutely mm-hmm. absolutely and sharing this and do be afraid to and let's go back with the relation that you have to need to have your staff. I really believe in the leadership that you can grow up people next to you. This, I always believed, was the good job of a manager. Try to to leave something after when you're going to end in one po- in that position, in that club, in that organization, to leave something to somebody's coming after you. And that I have here is going to be for who's next. And I think yeah. will make his job easier if you like to use it or not.
0: Yeah, yeah. You you wanna you wanna feel that like you you left something good behind. You know, you wanna feel like you left the impact that something is there that you it's it's graspable, it's seeable, and it would hurt if you build something and then when you leave it just gets destroyed or if it doesn't get used. I think that that would also feel like um, a little bit of a waste of time if you if you feel like that you you it didn't get. The rollover that it deserved
1: should be one of the rules, hidden rules of the manager, you no? Know, to leave something, you know, to leave a little bit as you find your job to make it a little improve, but leave it better as you find I, it.
0: Yes, I yeah. think
1: should be one of the rules in this job.
0: Leave it better Not as easy. you find it. Yes, yeah. I agree. I agree. Um, that's that's that should be a job, a, a goal for every job you to do. Everything yeah. you do, leave it better behind than it was. Yeah. You talked about scouting a little bit with your assistant coaches. Um, where do you start when you when you start building a team? Let's say you start you start from scratch. What's the first thing that you 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 get the chance if you get the chance to build your team? What's the first thing you you start on?
1: Something that matches with the with the team that you are, the level that you're playing, the I think after, you know, especially after some years. That you are working a club, you you really you know very well. There is a past that you there is a history that you can check, but I think you you really know what you're looking for in terms of person, in terms of level of players. Uh, it was not easy my first year. That's why I really uh, ask uh, people around me, from coaches, from my bosses, and everything. Uh, I needed some information that I didn't have because at the end of the day you have to be in one league to really understand the level of the league and what the needs of the in, in terms of players. Mm-hmm. VTB was a big surprise for me. There is a lot of talent here. Mm-hmm. Offensive spark you see you know it's not easy to stop some teams sometimes. Sometimes you see after the CR Sarato how the way they are playing. If you just relax you're not ready you can lose easy. Trips are really tough on this. You know, knowing all these things really helps me today. So, talking about Kazan, usually we are trying to always to find guys that really want to compete, hungry players, players that do not like to complain, and positive people that, you know, try always to see. And we try to teach them this, you know. I mean, in new teams, you have always to be focused on the good things, not to be focused on the bad things. It's easy to find. Yes. And this this what I learned even going abroad. Uh, I I try to gain everything is good, you know, in, in the place. I wouldn't I will not try to compare the pasta la carbonara that they do here or the <laughs> one that I find in uh, in in Rome or Tortellini, Bologna. No, I, I will try the Borscht. and I'm, I'm sure that it is better this one, that one. So I'm I'm focused always on the positive. And this is the message that I try to give uh, to the players because you know i think that unis giving give the chance to the players to compete a very healthy club in the financial situation that's been this is another something important especially how, how sports is suffering this moment even this i think is really important for the players um, a tough league it can be euro league as we are lucky to do euro cup in the past uh, I think it's good, and we have to be. Players has to be focused on this.
0: And I mean, you you wouldn't compare the the borscht in in Milano to the borscht in, in Kazan. No. <laughs> so it's not
1: it into many soups in the, in Italy. The truth is that uh, I start to learn here the, how good <laughs> is the soups, especially when the the temperature is not so warm.
0: Yeah, you, it works both ways always, you you have to take the best best of both worlds always. <laughs> definitely,
1: definitely, that's the key. That's the key.
0: So, talk to me a little bit about because um, you talked a little bit about sustainability in in the club. Talk to me about big picture versus small picture. Um, the big picture of the club that you say, like you want to feel your impact that you leave behind at some point, uh, but you know like sometimes the small picture in that in the, in the short vision um that is is important as well but in terms yes. of sustain sustainability how do you put these things together how do you blend the two?
1: i think this is the key of sports. and yeah? you, you see i'm not talking about basketball i'm talking about everything so the the impact of the of covid was was i mean in a system that was already suffering i think is under our eyes reading News and every t- how sports is struggling in the economic part, sustainability. So Plus, in Europe, we have you in a system that somehow doesn't help you on this? Because result, result, result. So the winning, winning, winning. In a system that there are relegation. I'm talking about, as you said, from top picture to small picture, a team that somehow has to keep the keep the league, uh, keep the. Uh, and do not go in second division or third division. So
0: yeah,
1: yeah. <clears throat> in every level, the sustainability is something very important. Plus in Europe, we, have, we don't have, I'm trying to compare for the best moment model that is the, the American leagues on this. Plus we don't have any kind of salary cap that help us. So a lot of times we are just, you know, we have to move, act in terms how the results and everything. Again, prepare, be ready, prepare things before, try to see, try to be prepared, do your homework, try to see what's going to happen next. Uh, anticipate. Anticipate things. I think this is one of the key. And I try somehow to compare like the normal company. Normal company, especially the top companies, they invest in two things most of the time. No, they, they invest some some parts of their budget in research okay, and development. what they have their products and everything i think we have to be go back focus on 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 these two things so when i'm talking about research i'm talking about scouting i try to find the players that suit with your organization because at the end of the day if you are going to make a mistake there it's going to impact all the system it's going to impact impact the health and the future of the club changing a player right now maybe from some for some top clubs it's not going to be so big impact. For a small club, it's going to be a big part of the budget. Mm-hmm. So when you're going to choose a player, you have to be sure. Because if not, it's going to be an extra budget. I hate the word extra budget. It's something that uh, I learned it uh, when I was working in Italy and some, somehow we were using it too easy to say this word. But if you think about it, it's really tough.
0: Yeah,
1: And... Uh, and uh, so be precise, try to scout in things very good. So invest some money in the scouting. I think every club should. Uh, because if you can get a, a player young that can in a couple of years, in one year, develop and be an important player, and the price, the cost of these players will is will be sustainable. I think is you 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 made the right, right choice. The second part that I think is is the development, the research, the scouting, the development is uh, try to develop your product, try to make your players get better. And this is something that I bring from, I have to say thanks to Messina when I was 19 years old. And he, uh, Coach Messina was, 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 he had a huge past history on the on a, on a youth system, years of assistant coach before he, he came, became head coach. And I remember that every day he was working on the fundamentals working individual and this is something that uh, inside the staff uh, today y- you cannot miss something like this
0: mm-hmm.
1: it is really important to have some 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 people that even for the player he know that he will go in an organization that he can become better player and this is something that is, is a win-win situation for both so going back for your question sustainability is not only let's have more incomes or the magic word let's cut down the cost let's invest there is a nice book the extra three percent that is talking about how you can invest just a little part of your budget in things that will affect the the big picture of your club
0: that's that's one there's a couple things here that i i would like to address as well because there's, there's always a percentage on everything you give yourself a little bit of an edge just by investing a little bit here or cutting down the percentages of failure in a certain direction. It's always the incremental steps towards success are not really felt at the at the end. You 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 not not felt during the process. You feel the success at the end, but you don't feel that there's like a little percentage here. Like Messina always said, also when he was visiting uh, before he was working for the Spurs, but uh, when he was visiting them and they start they start their first. Preseason practice with fundamentals, just going up and down, jump stop, cross step. Like there's, it's it's very. I saw the video. That, Beautiful. That yeah, that people understand that even the highest professionals, highest of highest professionals, they have to do the fundamentals as well. It's not like you come into the gym as a as a 28 year old player and you're already done. You know, like uh, Al Horford was, for example, one of the players that still improved his shooting as his career as he got older he didn't shoot three pointers when he came to the nba he became a better shooter as he as he he was playing in the nba um then the the investment into scouting as you said that they a lot of clubs think that uh well we're gonna we're we're scouting as a staff and then we will we will decide on the player there's a collective there has to be a collective agreement between the management the coach uh, who makes the final decision is also a good question at the end because the coach has to deal with the player in terms of his system, um, yeah. but but also a lot of clubs uh, are neglecting that there are scouts out there who would take a position who are who are qualified and you invest in the scout uh, or in in the scouting department that way where you can eliminate mistakes down the line because you 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 don't want to be playing uh, paying. Two three players that are not on your roster anymore, you know. So, so like you said, extra budget sometimes is also good. It can also be good to invest into somebody who will make this job very um, specifically to avoid those mistakes later on.
1: In a in a system that is really struggling on the in the economic part, so we are talking about something that somehow we need it, somehow yeah. we need it, yeah. and cut down the mistakes. I think is is the goal. You can say you know preparing. Looking things in advance. Monchi, Sport director of Sevilla on, on soccer, was always saying about there is nice speech about the suerte, the lucky, that that you know, lucky is is a big part of, in, in sports. You know that somehow we always we always say the name luck. We were not luck, we were luck and everything. I think some you 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 can cut down on have some good luck if you are preparing things before. If you are trying to see things where I'm gonna go, the things. Yep, you you're, think the pandemic you're, is coming? Maybe it's a good idea to have everybody vaccinated.
0: <laughs> you,
1: it's, it's a tough <laughs> uh, topic, this, but yeah. uh, I think. Uh, no, you you can you can prefer. help
0: yourself to be lucky. You can help yourself to be lucky and by by, um, well, a little bit more at
1: least. Yes, a little bit more. Yeah, a little bit more.
0: So yeah. we're 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 gonna shift gears and go into communication because we also talked a little bit mm-hmm. about the head coach and. Uh, I would like to address s- several positions um, in the staff or in in the team as well. Uh, but let's start with the head coach position in terms of communication. So, what's your relationship with the head coach in day to day basis? And like, where do you see you need to be involved? And like you also mentioned earlier, where what are the situations where you see like you stay in your lane and you stay away and you don't you don't get involved in?
1: By far, the most difficult job. A job that somehow gave me the idea to be—I uh, don't know—this so feeling to be alone. I know, I, I, I can explain because he, a lot of times, you know, wins are coming. We put the trophy somewhere. Uh, doing things are doing bad. Uh, usually, people point the finger on on the head coach. It's not easy. It's not easy. I mean, the words of of Saras was 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 really nice talking about how difficult is that job. Somehow miserable. Uh, the pressure, I mean, is so difficult, so difficult. I always think that, the, unfortunately, the coach, you know, bring the job at home all the day with the mind thinking yeah. the player. The player is. It helps me a lot that two years that I was coach coaching Milano to really understand how difficult is that job that is not true that you just finish to play, you know things about that job. That's a huge mistake. Even that, you have to work, you have to study to be ready to make that job and how much support you need. You need a, a coach that can be even a few words after the before the game, you know, in the moment that, you know, there is a stress, just pass there and talk even maybe about something else just to be, depends. You have to that I think uh, every coach is different. I always say this: there is no better coach or, or worse coaches. This is my opinion, my personal. Opinion. But every coach is different, mm-hmm. um, and 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 that's that's the beauty of, of of it's at the end of the day it's about relation with people. Um, coach, know that I'm there. Uh, must be a, a strong relation, a relation between us. Must be a, a, a proactive relation on on. On things supporting things, and um, this is this is nice. I mean, it's it's about relation. It's about relation. I really love it. I really love you it. And uh, I go back on what I said before. I always be very clear with the with with with, with the coaches that I work, and that always very good relation. Is they know that you know I'm there. If they need to ask, they need to go deeper. I will not step in some things uh, and. You know, in some clubs, there are not um, owners, who's the owner? Some, some clubs has one owner, some clubs has a board of members. So it depends. It, it's important that that position, you know, you have to work with the coach, with, with with the top management on this, to be kind of team together. And this I really believe, because we ask sometimes to the players to be a team together, but the best example is what we give them.
0: Yes. This is this is key, I think, for every organization that like I also mentioned earlier that the the players they don't only see they feel like players are very intuitive people as well because they feel their body, they feel the situation, they 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 see
1: everything. X-ray. Yes, they come and that's that that's why I say that the job of the coach is tough. You can have even a problem outside. When you step there, players are coming inside the the, 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 the court x-ray, they understand everything. Is yeah. a bad mood? Is a good mood? The way he, the body language is, uh, so they see everything. They see everything. That's good.
0: But that's also one thing that I I, I wanted to hear your opinion. I'm sure we. And that's. I think it's an obvious one that the disagreement with the coach, because you can also have. You are a support system for the coach for for sure. But you also see that there is a, something that you disagree with, whether it's because you have your experience as a player. And you have your experience at a high level. You see certain things that maybe you could you would address. How do you address it, and when do you address it? To the
1: when is something very important. Yes, the when is something very important. You cannot do it. Maybe you can do it, not right away. Because I personally I really don't like after the game to go much on details in the wins and in the loss. I think you know when your heart still with good rates, your blood, you are excited for this, I think it's not always the best moment to go on On think so. Maybe the day after, in front of a coffee um, in the in his office, I think there is a right moment. But that's that's a relation that has to be of communication. You build it with trust. Trust and respect are the two words that are not working only between relation of sport director or of, uh, uh, head coach, but in in, in relation in, in our life. And I think that uh, can be even some critics, but even that is the way you do things, the way I I always like, like to make even question before. I never had the idea that uh, I know things. This is my my personal way that I do things. I like to be informed. I'm a very curious person, not only in sports in everything. So it's, it's nice to have a, a communication with a coach for, for many different
0: things. I think I think it's the the key thing here is like you said is the, the relationship has to be built to the point where whenever you are having coffee with the coach and you are addressing or you're asking a, a question that could be challenging, that the coach or in that in that moment is also a friend because you are a support system and you are trying to come to a solution that he doesn't take offense to it. You know, it's sometimes coaches take a defensive position and oh you're trying to attack me, you're trying to challenge me. No, I'm not challenging you. I'm trying to get to the bottom of this disagreement that I see or there's something that a small detail maybe we could be doing something else. And then there has to be mutual respect from from the position to position but also from person to person.
1: Absolutely yes. Person to person is 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 the key at the, uh, the end of the day. Yeah. Because there is in some cases you see more your colleagues, your Coaching stuff that your family on time for sure. Trips here, this i mean, we are part of the same family. We have to share things. That is not going to be always on basketball side. It's going to be even different things, and this make you understand, make you know the people better. I, it—I mean, all this all those are nice words, okay? Because that—that's supposed to be the goal. Of course, if you are having a winning season, everything is easier.
0: Yeah,
1: balance, yes, everything is. When the season is not so tough, you have as much as the other times to be very, very, how can I say, straight, very, very, very clean the way you propose yourself uh, without any misunderstanding. That's, I think, I mean, it's go back on the feeling that you have somebody that is next to you to be part of the things. Don't be, don't get too much, don't feel them too much response. I'm sure I'm is if to say sometimes my fault, I think is is something that make you closer in things. And I have this idea, especially I got back because in different difficult moments of the of the season, especially when it's let's say not a good season, there are some moments that you have to take some decision to support the coach, and you have to show this to the players to take away to clear the 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 the, the floor for any misunderstanding. Or oh, because as we said, they see, they can see everything. Nothing worse than to see some bad relation between management.
0: Absolutely, that's the like you said, like the relationship that the person has to feel that the intent is good for for you, for him, and for you, for the club. And when the intent is good, you will come to a solution when both people mutually agree that we're trying to help each other. And then at the end of the day, the picture that you present yourself to the players has to be. In sync, they has to be in line, and the the, the players, the roster, the, they they have to see that there's there's a unity behind the team, and then That's, they can they can they can do the same on the court. So let's yeah. talk about the players a little bit. What's your relationship with the players from the, on a day-to-day basis? When you see, I mean, there's like obviously you always have different characters on the team. that have different. You maybe even pay attention when you put the roster together of which characters can fit, which pe- characters could not fit. But when you are having a conversation with the player again same as for the coach how and when do you address uh, the the what what you what you see what you like maybe something that you that you that you like you would like to address as well
1: let's start to say that uh, you have to act as you, as your character is uh, you can read a lot you can see a lot of examples I always say I mean if you're a coach and you like the way Bobby Knight was coaching, I mean, you have that. You you need to have that character to to cook. The same for Phil Jackson. So I'm going. Uh, be yourself. Be yourself. Uh, first thing I think is this. Uh, second, when I when I stopped to play, I was aware that memory is not so long. I mean, I can be remembered as an ex-player for some years. New generation of guys will not remember me. Uh we respect me somehow because I was a player. I can have, of course, I'm I'm here. My my daily job, I always say my daily job here in the office in this organization, the 90% I learned it from that open space that I call it the locker room for 20 years is there, relation, how to support teammates, how to show the leadership. Inside the locker room, I think is is my college. I didn't finish the college. But I, I let's say that that's my college that really helps me, and, and sports on this really help you on 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 the management work. So uh, I try to see what suits more on me, and I saw that uh, I was. Uh, I thought that uh, I have to be there again, but I don't have to be so close to the players. I'm not a big fan of uh, the one that has to be always maybe go against what is the the ideal idea of uh, of uh, of a sport director but i like to be there when really a player needs me somehow uh, because at the end of the day i'm the one that try to keep the rules and uh, the way a club has to be run on somehow in the sports department so i'm there i see everything i i wanna be aware of everything. I never miss practice. I never mix a game because, first of all, as I said before, I really like it. Uh, but I don't want to be uh, always, you know, there putting things, talking this and that. I don't, I don't think. I think there is coaches, stuff that has to do this, training conditioning. Uh, the physios is an important part. The doctors. Um, I, I don't want to say I keep my distance somehow, but I'm there when I need to be there. And there are some moments that I need to be there.
0: But you, that's one thing. Also, you have to sometimes feel that the player needs you because the player will not always say that he needs you. You have to see yeah. and feel from experience that oh, I need to, I need to come up and give him support, or talk to him, or invite him for dinner and just like have a little yes human conversation. I I like to
1: do it at the beginning of the year uh, to sit down, have a lunch with a player, talking about different things, needs, everything, giving tips, suggestion. How is the club? How is the president? How will be the season? Uh, and make you understand how happy we are and why we choose him and what we saw on him and what there is the things that maybe can get better on what we saw. At the end of the season, I think it's very important to have that closing. and during the season can happen, can happen. Usually happen when um, there is a moment that you have somehow to support or give him some advice or make you understand where we are. And that's that's the, th- the moments that usually I, I, I have these meetings with the players, of course, sometimes before the practice or or there is any emergency stuff like this or things that we have to share and everything. But my job, especially in terms of results and in terms of performance, uh, of for is always try to keep the highs low and try to keep the lows high. This is something that I always try, try to do on... On a daily basis, in terms of performance of the club, of the team, and in performance of the individual, try to always try to see the bigger picture and what's going to happen next.
0: Anticipate again. Anticipate. Yeah. Okay, ATOs, are you ready? Yeah. Yes. All right. Let's see. I'm gonna I'm gonna shoot at you, and uh, I will not. I will not interfere with any any of my opinions. <laughs> so, we'll finish off. We'll patch the surgery this way. We'll finish off the surgery with some ATOs. All right. Um, one advice from your older self to your uh, younger self.
1: Okay. That, that's a good question. There is a there is an answer on the basketball part that. Uh, You know, uh, I see basketball change. Somehow I feel that I could make things better when I was playing. There is something that I always carry. You could do better. I see basketball right now, how it's different this and that. Of course, it was a different kind of basketball. There is some suggestion that I was trying to give myself to enjoy more the basketball part, to not be so much stress on the games and everything, to get it more light, the basketball experience. This is a, 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 a suggestion that I gave to the ex-player when he was playing. And in terms of life, nothing pretty happy Or what I'm, I'm doing, what I'm experiencing and everything. I'm, I'm really happy. Not, not so much suggestion. I really think that every choice that I make, I was pretty correct on things. And I always find a way to see the bright side of the things. Keep doing like this
0: one part of the sports director job that nobody would ever be able to guess uh,
1: uh, making some uh, uh, rapid test to players <laughs> it happened it happened and, and I'm proud to do this to say this it happened once that there was some worries and you know we were somewhere we could not do we had to do something quick to understand at least. You know, because everybody stay away, stay away, stay away. Okay. With masks and everything. And yeah. I had this experience. I don't think they teach this on the course of uh, <laughs> management. Um, probably not, but...
0: Nursing. It was okay. Nursing. <laughs> nursing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, books or, or activities that you enjoy the most outside of basketball? What are some things?
1: Lately, l- less books. You know, there are so good, I, um, so good podcasts. You know, to listen, that helps. You know, in the past, we were reading some books more. Not so much lately. Netflix is a big part. Synergy, too, but podcast. Activities, you know, trying to see things, whatever. I'm, I try to really see the things where I'm living. Is They always keep great memories. When you're living in a new place, you want to see things. You want to experience people, a different culture and everything. I really like to do this with my
0: wife. Um, there is a Sir Alex Ferguson quote from his book that I that I have that I want to share. And y- you say, um, "There's," he said, a team should reflect the character of their manager. But manager, he means coach, obviously, because in yeah. football, he's a exactly. manager. But if you had the choice of what one characteristic would be your team should portray, what would it be?
1: I really believe on this. I believe in the characteristics of the club. And that's what the club has to choose the players with the characteristics that can match with the club. Every club has different characteristics. I think we really believe that here, come here, hard work, you know, that's that's typical from Kazan, Tatarstan people, you know, maybe not so fancy somehow as you could be in the capital, but, you know, hard work and people that not complain, this is something that we, I think, match on the on the team that we have.
0: Um, hardest conversation that you have had as a sports director whether it was with a coach with, with a but there's no no name to be named but uh, the hardest conversation you've had as a sports director and the lesson you learned from it
1: I think one of the worst that was linked more with the general manager position is that some sometimes you for some reason you have to and one of the worst things that I as a feeling you know to fire people I think there is nothing worse there is nothing worse. And talking about sustainability, I think that we don't do enough to give value to the work of the people. This is something that I carry myself. In any position, you have to give value to the people with the, with the right salary and everything. This is something that are fortunate in sports. And this is very pity because we see so many young guys that are doing, mastering sport business administration that they really want to come in this beautiful world of sports that is really beautiful. But even this, in this case, you have to get better as a management, but you have even to give value to the world. So this was the tough uh, decision that I had to make. The second one is sometimes, sometimes when you have to act uh, for the good of the team and try to make decision between uh, things, especially in the tough moment, talking about players, mm-hmm. cutting players, signing, mm-hmm. and making the right decision for the good of the team. I think this is something else that um, it's tough, but it's part of this job.
0: Something that you believe in that other things is crazy. What do you mean? Something that you you believe in and you you do uh, maybe on a daily basis. Um, let's, I don't know, let's call it like you, you wake up and you go uh, and, and roll into the Tatar, Tatarstan snow every morning that other things other people would think is crazy. I wouldn't think it's crazy. I think it's good for your immune system, but something that you do that other things other people would think is crazy.
1: Okay, to have an Italian on the uh, in a in a team uh, when you are working abroad, uh, you know, we are talking a lot, we think that we know a lot of things on this and that, that's Italian. That's so it's not easy and maybe sometimes People working with me, maybe sometimes they are tired, that they are always thinking that I'm crazy, and talking about different things. But for sure, being in the sport world, we have a lot of even routine on stuff. You know, you know we, the, and this is coming from our background. Players to be there one hour and a half before, do your things. I still bringing this. Uh, my wife thinks that I'm crazy because I, the day of the game, I still eating my pasta. Uh, <laughs> Yeah. Uh, but I have to do it. I, routine I, is routine. I feel, uh, routine is routine. I need my pasta. I in my pasta the day of the day, game. I know that uh, I need it. Carboidrati, the day of the game, I need it to perform. <laughs> but what, what I'm going to perform, you know, <laughs> the job is Canon, Lorenzo, JB, Andre. That's able to do the job. I'm not. But, you know, I feel part of the team is even this.
0: Bravo! That's like you should. You always shoot the free throws in the same way. That's why you also have to do have the same same lunch every day the same way. Uh, at game day, I mean game day. So one last last one is your your favorite non basketball Twitter follow.
1: Twitter man Jack. I follow him. Uh huh. Um, Elon Musk. I follow him because anyway you can say everything but you cannot you know say that he's not a genius somehow with what he's doing on his business and everything but different things different things a lot of a lot of things on uh, okay let's say that maybe the one that you unfollow Papa Francesco
0: uh-huh. <laughs> the Pope uh-huh. uh,
1: so different tweets and not only basketball but Twitter is something really important for my job. I really I really get a lot from that.
0: Yeah. How can people find you? How can people find you on Twitter? What's your handle?
1: I think Claudio.colde. Uh, Claudio.colde okay. Uh, I think is is this. Inst- Instagram. I see a lot of young guys, a lot of people that, uh, you know, they, they bring a lot. Now data is important, the way she thinks. i really, really curious of guys that are bringing something. The young guys that they really like the scouting world. Uh, there is a lot of lo- out there that, unfortunately, some are involved, some other no. But there is a lot of that we can we can take from there, and you know, make us think even somehow different, out of the box. This is something that we always search.
0: Bravo! You survived the Never surgery. I'm stuck on your idea. Did you fi- survive your surgery? Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> I
1: survived COVID, so it was nice. It was it was not unpleasant.
0: Okay, Claudia, I appreciate your time. Thanks for being so generous with your time. And a uh, merry orthodox yeah. christmas to to you and everybody around you.
1: Thank you very much. It was a pleasure. Bravo Benas. You always make your homework searching things and that's why it's so pleasant to see your podcast. Thank you very much. It was Thank a pleasure. You. Thank All you. All the best.
0: Please stay on. Please stay on. I have another question for you. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Thank you. Bye everybody. Bye bye.